Maybe you haven't keeping up on current events, but I'm Nick. I'm John, the perfect organism. In space, no one can hear Adam scream. Get away from her, you Drew! And you're listening to the Hour Archive. Our evergreen library, I can't breathe. Passed from the future. Thousands of years ago before Sigourney Weaver. Here, we work just fine. Thank you. Today we're going to be talking <laughs> about the Alien franchise. Uh, are you guys not Aqua Teen fans? I am. Uh, the, the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past. He's, mm. Yeah, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> All right, we can edit that out. Are we? <laughs> Wait, are you ending the episode? What? Are you ending the episode? Ending the episode? Yeah. I'm starting it. Oh, whew. <laughs> it sounded like you were ending it. <laughs> are you going to explain Aqua Teen Hunger yeah. Force? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you going to tell me about aliens yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking about aliens this week. Um, the movie franchise uh, that, of course, started in uh, 2012 with Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yes. Uh, no, it started um, no. in uh, it sounded like you said no in May of 1979. Adam, did you see it when it came out? It did. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Oh, that <laughs> the music too. Nice. I came in at the end credits. Yeah. Oh, we should mention this is also Spooky Month episode two, Alien. Yeah, all right month we're doing spooky episodes, so I decided to do Aliens. Um, I, the movies. The movies, So yes. the Alien franchise. I really want to make sure we don't, because Aliens, oh, I'm sure we'll get to our favorites and whatnot, but... Yeah. We've done an episode on Aliens We before. did do an episode on... We did a retro spectacular. We did an episode on Aliens, and we've done an episode on Aliens. Yes. Cool. <laughs> but we've never done an episode on the Alien franchise. Correct. All right. Um, I love this franchise because I feel like each movie is a very unique take on the same premise. Um, to varying degrees of success. To varying degrees of success. All, all, all good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we mean varying degrees of like, this one's really, really good. And this one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. So the first one was alien. And that's that's like the classic, just horror movie. Yeah. Um, the elevator pitch was for that was just Jaws in space, um, and uh, I have sharks in space. I don't understand. <laughs> who's, who's that speaking? <laughs> this is uh, who put this out? Twenty Century Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the fox guy. <laughs> I'm the fox. Guy. <laughs> the fox guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. This was actually uh, written by a guy named Dan O'Brannon, who was from St. Louis. What? Yep. And he went to WashU for art, and then he went to Florissant Valley Junior College, and then he read a Playboy and heard that USC was the best school to go to for film, and I guess that's all he was doing <laughs> at the time. So then he went to USC and met John Carpenter. Local boy done good. Yep. Um, they Johnny C. First, good old Johnny C. Um, they collaborated together on a movie called Dark Star that I've never seen. Um, it's pretty fun. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and then he he first started out uh, more doing, like, special effects and 
he actually worked on Star Wars doing computer animation. Uh, but before that, he was working on the uh, Jodorowsky's Dune project that uh, famously didn't happen. Um, the doomed Dune. Doomed Dune. Um, but then he quit after Star Wars to focus on screenwriting, and uh, this was his, his first major movie. Um, but he went on to do Heavy Metal, Return of the Living Dead. Whoa, he did Return of the Living Dead? He did. Total Recall. <gasps> Total Recall? Screamers. And he was a consultant on everybody's cannibalistic humanoid underground dwelling movie, <laughs> Chud. <laughs> um, he designed the way they look, actually. I hmm. That was neat. Um, but anyway, he teamed up with Ridley Scott, the director, and, and wrote the Alien movie and book, I think. Um, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, do you, you guys have seen most of these? Is that right? Yes. All but one. Okay. I've seen all of them. Well, I haven't seen all the AVP movies. Oh, if we don't talk about them today, I'll be okay with that. Okay, I have seen the <laughs> well, first Well, we've one. referenced them, and now they've been talked about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I want you guys to answer an easy question for me. Oh, no. Um, Drew, if your young daughter came to you and said, Daddy, how do baby aliens get made? <laughs> how would you answer that? And she's asking me specifically about the xenomorphs? Yes. But, Drew, what's a xenomorph? How do baby aliens get how made? Do, how do aliens get made? Okay. And you're Lily in this? Yes. All right, Lily. Are you referring to sort of the soldier aliens, the, the drones? Or are you referring to the facehugger aliens? Uh, that's a good question. Daddy. this was just my goal at role-playing with drew and calling him dad (laughs) we can move on put in the archive no uh the the life cycle of the alien species as a whole is pretty complicated yeah um the xenomorphs the xenomorphs i just wanted i wanted to clarify drew didn't pick up on that so for people who aren't familiar the uh what do you i said xenomorph right but you didn't say what in reference that what that meant everyone knows People don't We're assuming know. that people who are listening to this have some familiarity <laughs> Mike with the knows. alien franchise. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so, you know, I was thinking about this, and if you want to start from the beginning, you, you got some black goo. Right? Oh, shit. You're yeah. right. If we're you're going, right. yeah. Like, Damn it. Yeah. Okay. So, I, Lily, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let Nick's my... Fr- I'll uh, never forget you, Uncle Nick is going to come and tell you <laughs> how this works. So formal now. <laughs> Um, so you, you start with some black goo, you put a little bit of it in a drink, you feed that to a guy. Yeah. A skeezy guy. He impregnates his infertile wife. Mm -hmm. She has a accelerated pregnancy. Then she has a robot extract this creature from her belly. Yeah. Um, it goes away for a little bit, comes back really big. Huge. Huge. It's got tentacles yeah. everywhere. Point um, of order. <laughs> don't. <laughs> point of order. Don't you first have to have a big naked guy from another oh. planet drink the black goo first 
disintegrate, mm. f- create an ecosystem that sustains life oh, on a planet. That's a good point. Eventually leading to <laughs> the evolution of, <laughs> of the human race, which will eventually figure out space travel yeah. and then travel to the planet where the where naked, the naked yeah. Point of order. Don't you need to find out where the tall, naked, white people came from and what they're all about? That's where and they wasn't went. that a Jesus allegory, if I remember correctly? So the point is, this is the classic black goo naked guy scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The question that's been here since the dawn of time. <laughs> it's an old story. Um, Tale as old as time. Uh, what is that creature called? I, I have the big guy? Um, yeah. It's like a the engineer. The engineers. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. The, the trilobite. Uh, yeah. Um, that's the big... Tentacle thing. Tentacle oh, guy. Okay. And, and this is from Covenant, I'm guessing. This is from I, Prometheus. No, this is Prome- Prometheus. This what? is the Gigante Facehugger. So then the <laughs> Trilobite is there, and then the engineer shows you need, up. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, oh. That Trilobite needs a big old white guy to eat up on. He, well, he needs to stick his ovipositor <laughs> down his throat, <laughs> which is like <laughs> a long needle yeah. that deposits eggs. Yeah. Into... A giant white Into an engineer. Yes. And then you get an alien. No. It's kind of alien. You get a... It's, it's a I think that thing has a name. Well, that's a... It, it, oh, I mean... I feel a, like that's like a, a neomorph or something. Protomorph. Protomorph. I don't know. I just made that oh, up. No, I do think it has a different... <laughs> they're, they're commonly referred to as chestbursters. The, the scenario we're talking about here is from Prometheus. Earlier in Alien, we see what is typically known as the the progression of the alien where you get your eggs the <laughs> eggs open up they're about two feet tall maybe yeah maybe there's like they're like uh little gremlin sacks or something yeah underneath yeah they lasers. do look like gremlins yeah can i can i interrupt you for Please. just a moment um that's enough of course the now it's a xenomorph like creature that the trilobite impregnates into the last engineer. Uh-huh. But of course we all know it more colloquially. colloquially, colloquially. <laughs> I almost said that earlier with the xenomorph thing. I'm not, not going to say it right. So I give up. As the deacon. <laughs> the deacon. And, yeah. An accidental result of the engineer's chemical A0 hyphen 3959X.91 hyphen 15. Aliens. These movies used to be so good. Are, they're still so good. How dare you? And Prometheus is the best of them. But... Classic version is you got your eggs that hatches and a uh, what they call a face hugger yeah. comes out of it and a like its s- name skin tone colored spider with a tail yeah but like skin that's never seen sun it's just Ugh, and it's got kind of yeah. yellowish also finger like uh, legs yeah and that jumps on somebody's face yeah or something any any living creature any, yeah uh, Ripley says like it could jump on a uh, Rabbit or an Could elephant, jump on a dog. mammal. I think Could though, jump on right? Actually, it does jump on a dog. Does on a dog. <clears throat> jump on a dog. Um, I think, it's, I think it has to be mammalian. I very much doubt that. Well, not if we're taking aliens versus predator. And yeah. I don't think. Didn't uh, well, I guess they have T-Rex. hair. They have hair. No, the queen is rarely a tear. It's stupid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I guess presumably before you have the eggs, the queen had to lay those eggs. Yeah, but that is the chicken and egg. That's what well, saying. is yeah. is the, does the queen? If you believe that the queen lays the eggs, yeah, 
You literally see well, it. Well, what's well, interesting <laughs> is you can get a queen from um, a chest burster. A chest burster. Right. So the the face hugger puts something inside of you. It's an egg. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a larval. Yeah. Um, larval. And then <laughs> that becomes a chest burster, which is essentially yeah. a little baby. Little baby alien. Xenomorph. <laughs> Um, and then as Drew was saying, they have uh, soldiers and yeah. drones. They kind of like imitate bee colonies. Yeah. Um, Bees. And then you have a queen, which interestingly uh, wasn't in the first one. The first movie is just right. called Alien because there was just the one. One alien, yeah. Um, but there was going to be a scene in it. Yeah, technically, there's more than one. You get the face hugger and then you get the xenomorph. Well, that's that's the question. Is it passing on? Because they, they later talk in Resurrection about how they have genetic memory. So is it the same oh, species cool. continuing? Uh, is it? The same person? That's cool. <clears throat> um, but there was a scene that got deleted out of the first one that um, showed them laying eggs. And the idea of a queen was created by James Cameron. Because they deleted that, that kind of left it open. And he had actually he was writing a movie called uh, Mother, without the exclamation mark, <laughs> and uh, and that was kind of similar. And so he kind of merged that into this idea for his sequel, Aliens. Yeah, um, I've you, never forgiven him. <laughs> really? Do you, is that your least favorite? Is that what you're saying? Or, no, I just I don't like the dynamic of the queen. Oh. Okay. I, I prefer like the original, what was proposed Soldiers. that they just they. No, yeah. I I completely disagree with you. I I like the queen, and I want them to continue to alter and a, and add to this cycle. Like mm. new creatures yeah. required for other gestating properties. I. Really, it's the most complicated yeah. life cycle ever. <laughs> keep, getting, <laughs> keep getting more complicated. Are you? Is it okay to to to? I, I'm I'm curious. We're if, jumping around here. Okay, what I like about uh-huh. this je, the way these aliens are born is they. You tell me if this is canonical. As I understand it, they take on the attributes of the thing that the face yeah, the hugger. Host. Yes. yes, that is um, obviously true. Similar to the obviously. thing. <laughs> well. <laughs> Didn't know that androids had. So yeah, they in the third one it um, gets a dog. Yeah, uh, and it becomes a quadruped alien. That's the first time we've seen that, uh, like that that ability where whatever it it takes, whatever the host, the host, yeah, transfers properties to the yeah, Um, and that one I don't think had the tubule tubule guys. I guess. We well no never mind. I was gonna say we see some evidence of it in the original, but we we really don't. The space jockey is yeah. Let's go back a little to that. It's a big, tall alien. Um, Can we the space jockey? No, the xenomorph, an alien, mm-hmm. is a big alien. Yeah, it's yes, eight, eight very tall. tall. Uh, Peter Mayhew auditioned for it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think they got some random guy at a bar instead. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember the story. But you know the weird story about that guy? Um, he was an alien. Well. Uh, uh, no. I've, he, so he, um, I can't remember the actor's name. Um, I think he was African. Yeah. He played the role yeah. and then basically 
disappeared off face of the earth. like no one knows what happened to this guy no one knows where he mm-hmm. went no one he just he did the movie and then people lost track of him and literally never heard from him again uh, Balaji Badejo that, that's him Badejo yeah super weird yeah um, but he's very tall he is very tall and so you could you could extrapolate from that that he you know well no he didn't come from he came out of John Hurt Hurt his chest. A, you can yeah. this. Well, logic no, too. yeah, I was just thinking like Damn. we do see evidence that the xenomorph attacks something other than a human. Yeah. But we don't actually see what the end result of that right. is. So, yeah, in the first movie, there's this movie. scene that John referred to as the space jockey. Um, oh, that's what, real quick. Sorry to interrupt again. I wanted to know if we all like joking and goofiness aside, could we actually do this somewhat. I'm, released. I'm going to try to do okay. that. Yeah. But, but I'm also going to let us jump around a little bit. I'll keep us on track. I'm just to sort of the... Yeah, you're good. Are you're you fine. ending the Who's episode? Who's the ghost host here? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, put it in the yeah. archive. So the space jockey scene, um, uh, Ridley Scott had to like really fight for because it was a gigantic, expensive set that H.R. Uh, Geiger, who's the famous... Geiger. 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 Um, Giger counter the the artist that designed the aliens. Did you know he originally designed them with eyes? It seems oh. like it would be completely Ooh. different. Yeah, I don't think I know that either. Actually, big googly eyes. Um, but uh, he's he's a German Austrian German Austrian. I thought he was a uh, space Austrian. No, that, he's I think German you're right. goof. Swedish. He's not Swedish. He's German. I think he's Swedish. I just watched a whole documentary on him. Uh, but you didn't have time to watch Alien Covenant. <laughs> um, but he, he is an artist famous for having very dark, uh, moody, gross, uh, dicks Phallic. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sexual uh, paintings uh, and sculpture and stuff. And so he was a, the main consultant for these films and is generally credited for a lot of the success of them. Cause Has the, he worked on more than the first directly? <clears throat> um, yes. I don't know how many of them he continued to be involved w- with, but he did work on uh, Prometheus, I think. Okay. Yeah. Prometheus. And that was, that was the last Just one. Before partially it. explains why it's the best. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the studio didn't want to pay for the set piece. and um, He is from... Uh, he is Swiss. Is that what we said? Yeah. We, or did no? We said Sweden. Swiss is Switzerland. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right, from the top. <laughs> and we're back. Um, but yeah, the the uh, giant room they didn't want to pay for. It's twenty six feet tall, uh, but he made a big deal about how like the rest of the movie can look okay. But if we have this one set piece, that's just absolutely gorgeous. It'll raise, elevate the whole movie to a different level. Yeah. Totally does too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it adds a lot of mystery to it because you have these what, 10, maybe 12 foot tall engineer, the, the, this guy who's, you don't actually see the naked guy. You just see, I, I feel like it's not mysterious at all. There's big white naked guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> he drank some black goo. Drank some black goo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's wearing like a helmet that kind of looks like the Sandman from the comics helmet. Mm. Um, what's I think what's really cool about the space jockey, it, you're right, is sort of the mystery that he creates. And for, for years, for years, we all assumed 
well, I don't know if everyone did. I assume that was it. Like it wasn't a helmet. Like that, that was, was his face. him. Yeah. Mm, I yes. did too. Yeah. Um, that set, by the way, was burned down by a stray cigarette. Great. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. Seventies. Do you, do you guys, let me ask first, do you guys have, I, we all know me and John's favorite movie in this franchise. Do you guys have a favorite? I do, yeah. My, I, mine I do is too. Aliens, plural. Mine is Alien, first original best. Okay. Um, I think most people consider those two to be like leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of them. Um, and you have either the, the horror people, uh, yeah. like Adam, or the uh, action mm. people. Yeah. Because <laughs> when Cameron took it over, he he really shifted the tone of it. Yeah. Shifted. Um, pretty much, uh, Ripley was the only person to survive the first one, uh, and Newt. Um, Newt wasn't in the first one. No? No. No, no, no. no. Yeah, okay. I'm getting a little mixed up. You're right. Um, yeah, Ripley and the cat were the only ones to yeah. survive Jonesy. the Jones-y. first one. Z. Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Jonesy. <laughs> And then the second one um, is about a ship picking her up, and uh, Paul Reiser is an employee oh, man. of the yes. Whalen yutani Corporation and uh, has told her that th- they think that these aliens are still out there. How, ma- how many years has she been in? Uh, 57. Uh, well, aliens started out in 2122 and 2179. <laughs> Good shit. Sean's um, <laughs> like, why are you checking my map? <laughs> I mean, they say it in the movie. Yeah, they, they say you've been yeah. asleep for 57 years. Um, so, that, yeah, they want her to go with them as a consultant to uh, assist these Marines. Yeah. They're like, it's going to be different this time. We're just going to oh, go in man. there. We're yes. going to obliterate them. Well, yeah. Well, I guess you, we should the, mention In them. the interim, they're not going back to the... To the... No, the... the the first the first movie takes place on the ship. Right. It, it hits the they get to the stress signal. They go to the planet. LV-241. They pick up the thing. That sounds right. Yeah. But then we also find out that Ash, who's like their their buddy, is actually a robot. Yeah. yeah. The first one. Yes. Working. And he was receiving rogue orders from the company, the company. to yes. preserve the specimen. That's really, I, yeah. We need to yeah. make sure that's established in the first movie. It's like, wait, it's this company that's not, yeah, yeah, not on the up and up. But in the second one, when Ripley awakes. She finds out that when she awakens, she finds out that they have since, in the intervening years, sent a colonization team to that planet. That, and and right. her her whole like um, her log on the Nostromo, like all of the things she sort of uh, recorded, have been they don't believe There's her. Doubt, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and their daughter's dead, right? So, well. I guess you've not played Alien Isolation <laughs> like I have, um, which is canon. Um, but um, <laughs> and, but the company blames her for destroying Nostromo. Yeah, but really, they're kind of pressuring her. Yeah. to go with them because well, they don't know at that right at that point. They don't. They as far as they know, the colony's fine at that point. But then later, like within the time that she's recovering, yeah, they they lose communication with the colony at LV two four one. What I don't, what I've never really gotten about this is that, like, presumably the orders that Ash gets in the first movie mm-hmm. are 
based upon the information that this volatile creature yeah. is, you know, it's it, as an organism, it is intriguing, but it is a threat. Yeah. Right. So. But Ash is told to bring back the, sp- the specimen. All the other crew is expendable. Right. And that's kind of the plot for the rest of the series. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <totally. laughs> um, but I guess it's not like, it's not clear to me that in aliens that the, like the, that, that assumption sets up the premise that the colony is there to basically as bait. Right. To, I see what you're saying. But, but their story is like, we don't, We've we don't believe you. Yeah. Right. Or, and, yeah. it, and it's never really articulated why they would put that, put up that front. Well, I think it's different. So Paul Reiser in that movie probably knows the real situation, right? Yeah, that's what I think. They've seeded this planet with people so that they can get more of these organisms, basically. He's perfect in that role, by the way, because he's he yeah. such a nice, believable guy, but he's that corporate chill. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. But yeah. that's the thing with Wayland also, the company has always been two-faced. I mean, they're always like, oh, this, 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 this. And in the background, mm-hmm. they're always doing other things. Yeah. But we don't really know that. I mean, even even by aliens, like you haven't yeah, really that established, established that. Established, yeah. um, it so could just be some random people doing this. And you sort company. of go into it not trusting Bishop, mm-hmm. who is the simulant. Uh, he's, a, he's a robot. The android mm-hmm. in this one. And, and Ripley hates him initially. Because of what Ash did to her. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to kill her. But I, I love aliens because of the, like, just like, uh, the... Well, actually, I should say, I think the first four are all really good in terms of, like, characters. You have such memorable and uh, interesting characters. And, like, to me, that's what makes these movies in a lot of ways is just seeing how everyone reacts to this situation they're put in. Speaking of, there are a lot of Marines in this movie and a lot of interesting characters in the whole thing. We're going to do an Alistination. Whoa. Alistination. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. I got to think of this. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> that, he just said a bunch of Marines. He's going to no, have no, no, list no. the Marines. I'm doing any characters from these movies. Period. From any, from any franchise of, movie. Yes. Okay. I could think of actors. <laughs> yeah. No actors. Damn. The names. Okay. All right. I'm going to uh, start to my left. John. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, uh, uh, David John is directly across from uh, David. Is, is correct. Uh, <laughs> Your favorite, <kid>. yes. <laughs> Michael Fassbender, of course. Adam, no actors. I'm just sharing. Jeez. I won't. Um, I'll go with uh, Jonesy. Yes, I was going to ask if you'd allow animals I, before I. If they have a name, then I will allow it. All right. Um, Lieutenant Gorman. Sound pretty confident. I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that's correct. Dallas. Yes. Ripley. Yes. Reese. No. Hicks. Oh. Shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Man, that was an Nick amazing Stewart, Stewart. fail. I, no, I'm, I'm gonna. He he came out of that before anyone had Sarah a chance Connor. to correct him. <laughs> uh, it's the same character. It, yeah, it is. To be Come fair. on. 
Come on. It's, I'm, I'm taking it. He's he's the steward. So yeah, we're going to allow it. Steward. Whose turn is it? I'm so lost now. It's John's. Uh, it's it's mine. Um, Although he did say Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stand by I'll that. I'll allow it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I can name any other characters. You totally can. I There's a few we've truly believe in named you. previous I mean, yeah, discussions. We have well, okay, several. Ash. There you go. Drew's wife's name. <laughs> Bishop. Correct. Newt. Correct. Uh, Bishop Lance Hendrickson, awesome actor. Yeah. yeah. He, he Underrated. Is, uh, perfect for an android. Yeah. I got nothing. And we've lost one, Adam. Call. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, has Hudson been said yet? No. 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 Hudson. Walter. Hudson was when, when we were kids and we always played aliens. Yeah. I was always Hudson. Oh, man. Nice. I loved Hudson. Uh, uh, it's my turn, right? Yes. Yeah. Vasquez. Yep. Mr. Whalen. Good one. <laughs> Good one. I can do this for days, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get his full name, but yeah. you can do it for days. <laughs> I mean, we don't know Vasquez's full name. That's true. That's true. Vasquez. 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 Um, Hmm. Uh, it's Peter, by the way. Wayland. Thank you. I knew that, and he mm. didn't. I'll give Drew a moment to think about that. Um, did you guys know... So Guy Pierce was a weird choice to play Wayland um, because he's a very old man. Uh, they originally wanted Max... <laughs> <laughs> Not Guy Pierce. <laughs> Not Guy Pierce. no. They have makeup on him, which isn't that effective. Um, but Max von Sydow was originally oh, supposed to play. That would have been great. Do you, huh. know, do you know him? That that guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know Max von Sydow. Uh, and he seems perfect, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, they decided to go uh, with, with somebody else, with Guy Pierce, because in an earlier draft of the movie, they had a flashback to a younger Wayland. And then they cut it. And then they were like, well, we already have Guy Pierce. And we told him he had the part. So I guess we're going to have to make him old. Put some but, makeup on that guy. They, oh, they wow. still could have done Max von Sydow with just. You know, people play I, different actors or different characters of different ages. Not anymore. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really not, not as frequently. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But they still do do it. I think I think those two could look like. Yes. Uh, I think Guy Pierce could have done a pretty decent young had an impression. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, Drew, what you got? Well, I'm just trying not to empty my, like, good ones before. I mean, just do it. Uh, Time's uh, running out. Frost. Good. Can't believe you used that one. Oh. What? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh oh. Adam cannot do this for days. No, I can't actually. All right. Are you out? Was, I'm trying to think. Did we say Shepard? I'll say Shepard. I don't remember Shepard. Are you thinking of Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, I think there's a character named Shepard, though. Nope. Oh, all right. Well, I'm out. <laughs> I can sure days. For days. Are you sure about that? <laughs> do it. No, in all the movies. You said the first one. No. Well, let him in oh, all the movies. Wasn't, okay, wasn't um, all the movies? <laughs> Every movie. I mean, I wrote down the yeah, top. Yeah, Shepard was in, in Alien Three. That was like the the priest guy. Was that his character name or yeah. his title? Oh, I don't remember. I thought it was his character yeah, name. Was he just by, a Shepard? Uh, <laughs> what well, I always think of him as Rock. From uh, uh, no, that's uh, was it Dylan. Um. Dylan. So I was holding on to Weersbowski for my for because that sticks in my mind. Hicks 
Reese. I will. I will. Going, uh, where's Bowski? Yeah. Acquiesce the. Uh, where's the Bowski? Wound. And I always thought he was saying, "Where's Bowski?" Yeah. But he's saying, "Where's Bowski?" Um, so I was, I was trying to remember Charles Dance's character name in the third one. Who's Charles Dance? Oh, he, that's. Uh, he's like the doctor in the third one. Yeah. I also was going to see if you would accept the other bishop from. <laughs> Alien it's 3. the same character. I, no, no, it's, it's not. not. It's the creator of Bishop. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. I would have also accepted, accepted Ripley 8, which is... Oh, Ripley from Resurrection? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She's a clone of herself. Uh, originally, that movie was supposed to be about a clone of Newt. Oh. Yeah. I also... Apparently, after Alien 3, there were two scripts for Alien movies like being written at the same time, and one of them was going to be uh, set on a wooden spaceship. Wait, so, hold on, let me let me back up there. That was okay. Alien 3. Um, oh, I, that's that was after Aliens? The, after this Aliens. Is one of the scripts? Okay. Yeah, so uh, the process of Aliens... Knew it. I was right. Shepard. <laughs> there you go. There he is. What, which one? Uh, Shepard um, uh, was for, in Prometheus. <laughs> His favorite one. Mm-hmm. You said from the first one. I, I'm pretty sure you just you just picked a name, <laughs> Shepard. Literally, that's him right there. The picture of him, uh, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the you're the goofiness. So whatever. No, Adam. Come on, buddy. <laughs> All right. No, so I thought you're going to have to split your prize with Adam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I never win these, so I was excited. Um. <laughs> No, the the production, the process of making Alien Three is ten times better than the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it. I it, love the movie. So Prometheus originally started out in Ridley Scott's mind to be Alien Three. Mm-hmm. He started taking on other projects and kind of passed it on, and another passed it on, passed it on. Um, some the, so the the producers started looking at other directors and writers. Um, so then uh, the first one. First story that they started looking at was the Whalen Yutani Corporation facing off with a military aggressive culture of humans whose rigid socialist ideology had caused them to separate from Earth's society. In this, Hicks would be the protagonist, and Ripley was just going to be in it as a cameo and would then return for the fourth installment. Hmm. Um, and that was done by William Gibson. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So he was working on it, and uh, Oh, no, wait, wait. So somebody else had started that script, and Gibson like continued it. That's okay. right. Um, and then he just took Ripley out altogether. It was just Hicks and Bishop. And, um, and then that got abandoned eventually, but that was later made into a comic book, and just recently in May, I think they put oh, out really? an audio nice. book of it, too. Um, and uh, what's his name, who played Hicks, uh, comes back for the, the voice. Of did um, Dark Horse do the comic? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, they did all the Alien comics, yeah. I believe. Um. So after that, Rennie Harlan was approached. He had done Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master. Yes. And Harlan wanted... I'm the wizard. <laughs> that was the Dream Warrior. Oh, damn it. Drew, you're out. I'm out. John, go ahead. <laughs> but Harlan wanted to scrap that altogether and do a script that was either visiting the alien homeworld or having the aliens invade Earth. So neither of those are good ideas. Mm-mm. He recommended a uh, guy, the guy who wrote Near Dark. Have you seen that? The vampire. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Red. Yes. Yeah. Good call. Um, and he wanted to do it. This is my favorite. 
on special forces Marines, <laughs> you got to heighten it, you know? So the Lord. last one had Marines. This one has special forces Marines. Everyone we know is dead. There's a new type of aliens and there's a biodome in space. That's like a small town U S city, uh, that is, with vampires and Paul Shore. <laughs> I like the small town biodome idea. Yeah. yeah. Everything else I don't like. So this was going to be like all out war between townsfolk and alien warriors. That's cool. I actually space. like that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. To get rid of the special forces though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But they Just got make rid it of, the town. It's been done. They got rid of Harlan and David Tuhi stepped in who said, let's go back to Gibson's script. He liked the whole uh, communism thing. Mm-hmm. But the quote fall of communism had made cold war analogies outdated. Thank God that's gone. <laughs> uh, so he changed it to a prison planet. Ah, now uh, we're starting to get there. Uh, but then Harlan got sick of the shit and he dipped and made the, the adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> um, so then didn't he later do that pirate movie too with Gina know. Davis? Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Uh, Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Island. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who's the the male lead on that? Oh, it's Jeff Bridges. No, no Gary it's some, no. no, no. You think it'd be him, but it's not. It's some actually rando guy. No, it's not. It's it's not a rando. It's totally rando. No, um, I can't. I can picture him. I can't think. Look, of his let's name. save it for the Cutthroat Island episode. Right? All right. So at this point, <laughs> the Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fox's president comes in and he's like, "No, we need Ripley in this. Stop all this. We're we have to have Ripley in it." Um, so they offered her five million dollars, which um, the first movie, the budget of it was a million dollars, and she made ten thousand dollars. Second movie, she made a million dollars, and the budget was ten million dollars, I think. Um, so now she's at five million, and uh, and they, in order for her to come back, she says that she has to get to review the script, and it has to be suitably impressive, original, and to not rely on guns. Hmm. Um, so they brought Vincent Ward on to direct, and that's when you were saying this bizarro it's, script. It sounds incredible. So that he wanted to do a story about um, a wooden planet of monks. Monks. A giant monastery in the sky. Hmm. And in space. In space. In space, yes. Um, and they, oh, it starts with a shooting star, and that's Ripley crash landing. And... Um, and they, they rescue her, and there's like this whole big thing about this woman being here, and they haven't seen a woman in 10 years. Oh, and, uh, and they throw her in like this wooden dungeon. First of all, let's talk about yes, <laughs> wooden <laughs> planet in space. Why, why wouldn't it work? Tell why me why it wouldn't, wouldn't work. It work. <laughs> Wait, it was a planet or it was a spaceship? I always read it was a ship. They, they call it a, sa- a satellite or a planet. At I guess it could. Something like a space station. It's something moving yeah. through space, right? Yeah. That's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's oak. Is it a person... <laughs> Is it a planet in the finished film? Is it a planet or is it a space station? It's a planet or a moon. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Asteroid, maybe? It might be. Like a prison asteroid, I think, is what they're on. Okay. Um, I thought it was a planet. It might be a planet. Who cares? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. they uh, And then they throw her into a dungeon. And um, then, because she's got an alien inside of her, 
they come to think that it, she's possessed by the devil and it's got the, the, all these religious allegories going through it. Uh, the studio said it was too artsy fartsy and they didn't understand how the wooden thing in space <laughs> worked. <laughs> They're like, you got some problems there. Um, and then finally Hill and Geiler, who I think were producers from the very beginning came back in and they were into like far into pre-production at this point and they had a date that they were supposed to start shooting and they were like, okay, let's take uh, Word script and Fasano's script and mash them together and get that guy that makes music videos and let's go. And so they got David Fincher. This is his first movie. Yes. Um, An only good movie. <laughs> he has completely disowned it. Uh, won't do any of the commentaries. What a jerk. I mean, he came in late and the he, the entire process up until now was the studio. What do you mean? What a jerk! Demanding changes. Disowned it. Dude, Dude, if if somebody had worked on a, a an art project at the very last second, put you on it and said, yeah. "All right, you have five minutes. Finish this thing up. And we're put out. Slap your name on it." Yeah. And you I and you do and then the while you're best doing of it, my ability, and then like, while no, you're doing it, that. they're like, no, change, change that. that. No, don't do that. Do this. I don't do, do it this. To the best of my ability. And what to put out is something you don't like. Given you don't like what was finished, and your name is slapped all, all over it. And if people loved it, and they were like, and Drew, Drew loved it, will you come and do a commentary? I'm like, hell yes, I'll do a commentary. Well, that's you. I'm not a high flutin asshole who makes bad movies. The fact is, like, as much of an on tour as David Fincher might be, he still like worked with a lot of people on that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to disown it, to like say like I don't want anything to do with that, that's kind of shitting on a lot of yeah, people's exactly. Work. Anyway, yeah, you too. And let's face it, he's not the strongest voice in that movie. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I think the production, the design, Rock is. Yes. <laughs> not the one not you're thinking. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Um, interesting. Two other pitches for this movie. One of them became pitch black, pitch black. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. It does. Totally. And another one became species. Kind of makes sense, but you can see where they went with that. I remember seeing pitch black and being like, man, this is like an alien movie. I've never, I really never seen species and thinking there's a lot of boobs in this. (laughs) I've never been so I loved Pitch Black. Livid didn't like it. after seeing a movie. Pitch as Black I was, was after great. watching Pitch Black. No, it was not. It has that cool moment where it it's is like, not. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. theaters no, that but. part's dumb. But when when he like <laughs> they blow a flame or something and it reveals how many of those how Pitch Black it aliens is. are there. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, it's so Pitch Black. <laughs> This black is now the you, pitchiest. Can I ask what do you what do you guys think of the third one? It's my least favorite. <clears throat> it's your least favorite. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I saw it at like the height of my aliens mm-hmm. can do no wrong phase. Mm-hmm. So I didn't quite again, I don't know what when when this come out was at ninety two? Uh, or twenty one seventy nine. Thank you. Um, uh, so, what's this? Eight ninety two would have been. What were we? Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. So, uh, probably fourteen. Probably was on, on on video, and I didn't. I didn't quite get it. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, all right. I Man, guess. I was way ahead of you. I was only like eleven, and I was like, hell yes, I get it. <laughs> so I, if I think of the first one as horror, the second is action, the third one is like philosophy. Yes, um, yes. You have so, this giant social experiment going on with all the. It's because they kept all the all the 
yeah. the prisoners there are male, like in the monastery. Right. Right. And some of them have formed this kind of monk-like yes. approach to life. Yeah. They all have the double Y gene, yeah. which is something that causes them to be more aggressive. And and um, this, suddenly this woman is in there. Um, so, yeah, it, it splits everybody and it creates the prison experiment and it makes you... Tries to make you think it's not that good. Yeah. The way my, we always talk about it was the first one was you know horror aliens, then marine aliens, then philosophy aliens, and then Frenchman aliens. Yeah. See, I always heard it described as blue collar workers in space, marines in space, prisoners in space, the French in space. <laughs> that that <laughs> works we can quite well too. All agree that the fourth one is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen the fourth one since I saw it mm. when it came out. Really? And yeah, maybe same. maybe I rented it, probably. I think I saw it opening night, and I remember nothing from it. I, I remember that scene where they're swimming, and that's about it. Yeah, I remember yeah, this, yeah. Well, that was in all the trailers as well. Okay. Um, I remember Brad Dorif being so pleased with that terrible hybrid uh, xenomorph Mm. He's like, she's so he's, beautiful. He's so oh. good in that. Oh, he's amazing. He's oh, so yeah. good in that. You're a beautiful yeah. butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> eats his face. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I think what I... What was the basketball shot that she actually did in real life? She did that in real life. That's a famous thing that we know. Yeah, she, she practiced for two weeks and um, what's his name? Uh, Ron Perlman mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the shot. Breaks character. Yeah, he says, holy shit, or oh my God, yeah. or something. And he and smiles at her. So they had and to cut kept, it off really. They kept it in, did they? Yeah, they, if you watch him, you see him go, he'll go, holy shit, and looks right at her. Oh, I so. thought he said, holy shit. But he smiles like right at her because it's, oh, it's yeah. yeah, he's supposed to be this tough, like, uh, but yeah. I, it, it's still in there. I remember so little about it, but I do, like, I can picture the crew. Mm-hmm. And this. Winona Ryder's in it. Mm-hmm. Winona Ryder, and this was famously written by Joss Whedon, at least a draft of it. Uh, no, he did the whole thing, and he was uh, expected He's also to do dis- the sequel. Disowned to it. it, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what a jerk! Um, and then it was directed by uh, Jean Pierre Jeannot, who did City of Lost Children, Delicatessen, and then I love his work. After this, he did Amelie, and then he just he did Amelie. Disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen either City of Lost Children or Delicatessen? Oh. You're missing out. I actually own City of Lost Children. It's, it's I love it. I absolutely love it. Have you seen these movies, guys? No. Yes, I haven't seen Amelie, but I've seen. I haven't <laughs> seen Amelie either. Uh, they're they're all fantastic. I've only they're seen Amelie's best like, work. It's still weird, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> sugary sweet. The yeah. other two are gross. Delicatessen's disgusting. They're hard it's, to watch. Yeah, oh. but they're still kind of beautiful in a gross yeah. way. Say, Lost Children is so. Ron Perlman stars in it also. He yeah. also speaks mm-hmm. fluent French. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> this is that's why I love this movie. Is it's this weird combination of Whedon and uh, what's Janelle uh, or Janay. Um, I like the I really like the production design in the movie mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I think I, I like overall what I love about the alien movies is how distinct they are from one another, which I think we've talked about yeah, in I different forms already. Um I think Nick said it, sort yeah. of like each one is its own yeah, thing. The, the first way I said it was blue collar. The second way I said <laughs> it <laughs> Let me ask you a question related to that though. Me? Yeah. Well all of everybody. So uh, I agree with you on that, but it does beg the question, um, does do any of these movies beyond the first one stand on their own? Mm. Aliens does. 
Because I saw that without seeing Alien as a kid. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, yeah, I didn't... Yeah. I, I would agree with you. I think you, you, I didn't you get a full anything. experience from Alien. I, I didn't feel lost at any point yeah. in that movie. I, I wonder, though, like, would, would Alien 3 be... Would you be willing to go along with it if Ripley were not there as your proxy? There's a lot That's hard to say. that you have to know about it going in. Yeah. And then they throw out a lot. Because, like, you know, at the, the end of the second one, they had Hicks, Bishop, uh, N- Newt. Yeah. And was Jonesy still there? Jonesy? Yeah. No, Jonesy no. died. Jonesy didn't go with her. Jonesy stayed on That's the... That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then the beginning of it is just... Psh, everybody just died. Everybody died. Yeah. I actually love that. Um, I kind of love the feudalness of that, that, you know, portends sort mm-hmm. of like, yeah, you escaped the aliens, but did you, you if died you, anyway. If you, know? you imagine, let's, let's take Ripley out of that movie and yeah. imagine it's just a random person yeah. who crashes on that planet. Like she's on her, she's going on vacation mm-hmm. and her ship lands on a prison planet. Is that still and an she, interesting she's movie? She's got an alien. Yeah, and she has an alien. It's still an alien her. movie. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a lot. If you're like, if that's your elevator pitch, yeah, you're like, wait, and she has an alien in her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, yes. If you just have a lady crash land on a prison planet, and that ha- that's actually that could be pretty interesting. I I don't know. I, a philosophical I, experiment. I don't, I don't think Human it feels nature. like a lot to say. Like the sort of the catalyst for action in a way. I guess I guess I'm just saying like I I think what makes these movies I, work I, as a franchise yeah. is not only that they they reinvent themselves each time to mm-hmm. a certain degree but they they do that while still carrying the legacy with right them. I don't mm-hmm. think Alien 3 as it is stands on its own right I don't think I think but the premise could okay yeah in the same way that you know whether you believe it or not, Prometheus and Covenant can stand on their own. Yeah. There's no, because Ripley's not in either of those. So See, you don't I, need Ripley. I think oh, yeah. Prometheus absolutely can. I think Covenant is in the same ballpark as Alien 3 mm-hmm. for standing on its own. Yeah. And I don't, Covenant, think, I don't think Resurrection could stand on its own. I mean, it's literally well, yeah, about the, Ripley and the cloning. And the, right. I mean, it's, that's... Yeah. It, Covenant, I you know not to I don't want to spoil anything for you, Adam, but mm. I just my I I walked away from Covenant being like it just felt like nothing happened or or nothing. That's the kind of feedback I've got from most people. There was like, like no progress made in a way. I mean, I have to talk about I have to spoil some stuff, Adam. I, I, I I'm not going to tell you the very end of the movie, yeah, but I uh, wouldn't worry too much. Yeah, like the, I don't think you'll be. Well, before you jump into that, I guess what I've heard, and maybe to what we're all talking about, is that uh, Covenant, whereas all the other movies, better or worse, have tried to do something different with the, is that Covenant was kind of just a samey. I feel like it just didn't do anything. It's kind of the Force Awakens, where they revisit the things that worked before. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, essentially. Like, they didn't do something totally different. But I don't, I feel like they didn't even do that. Like, I, I, I just was really. John, did you see Covenant? No. Well, I I can tell you what they did do with it because mm-hmm. um, the reason I love Prometheus, everybody hates it because the characters are dumb. I'm like, people are dumb. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it, and I probably really said this. On, I mean, they're they're on they're, they're, they're they're frustratingly dumb. That's yeah, a good way I, to put I, it. I, and, do not and, get that. And they're at all. well, I guess if you're a biologist, you do not 
put your hand out to a, to a creature. It's See, just, it's. Just, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the fact that he got scared of a corpse in a previous oh, yes, scene and ran, and ran away, away from it. And then when a phallic, uh, you know, wormy Snake alien thing. he's never seen in his life shows up, he's like, let me get real close. He won't go near a dead thing. Like, like live so, thing so when I say dumb characters, I agree with you. People are dumb, but yeah. when they don't follow their own internal logic, yes. that frustrates me. Yes, so yes, yes, I, yes, uh, yes, 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 as Drew would say. I, I have two <laughs> things here. <laughs> One, I think all the characters are supposed to be dumb because you have a... You, In the future, everyone's dumb. You have the well. Can you clarify if if you mean they're intentionally they're intentionally themselves? Yeah, the geologist. That's Matt the writer's idea is to be like. Well, okay, hold on. I want these yeah. characters to establish themselves as one thing and then go against their previously held. Yeah. And maybe not even go against it there or some. This is some, my writer's there. intent. Yes. Mm. So the geologist shepherd in there too. The geologist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the map maker. Map maker. Map maker. Gets lost. Map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get this out. Yes. 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 He gets no, lost. This is good. This is the biologist. Uh, is the idiot that's playing around with an organism that it's never seen, and it immediately. I tells don't him think that's the, the dumb move that the biologist makes. I would expect a biologist to feel confident that he can interact with a creature. Well, you, you know, hang he, out with he's dumb biologist. Well, I'm just saying, like he <laughs> he one would assume he would he would have a sense of like this is generally a predatory kind of thing. This is you know this. yeah, but you also think he would have respectful like. Well, that I I'm not necessarily. I'm. I'd, Why would you think that? You're watching. You, you you don't know these characters. You've, you've, well, that's also a problem. You have not seen <laughs> well, anything. And Drew kind of exactly. You so don't could, know anything about them. Why would you? Why would you assume any so motivation? I could only go off of what I know about other biologists. Why? Well, no, they don't exist hang, in hang this on, movie. Hang on. I think you're you're. I don't think that you're being even true to how you would normally approach a movie, because the movie should. You should have a sense of who a character is based on what the movie has told you or what, what you have gleaned from you that movie. Can. <laughs> you can have that from a movie. Yeah. You, I don't believe that you have to. One thing this movie tells you is that this group of people agreed to fly across the universe without knowing what their mission was. Yeah. They're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They show up. They've been asleep for 50 years and they're like, okay, here's what you're doing. Dumb people. Um, but the, the, the reason I love this movie is because I feel like it's a, um, it, like, it reminds me of heavy metal, like sci-fi comics from the 70s that are just stupid space operas. And the most significant thing in this movie is that the very end of it ends with this hero lady in a spacesuit and a severed robot head flying off of a planet to go kill the creators of mankind. <laughs> and that's awesome. I disagree with you in that that message was not clearly conveyed by the movie. I didn't hear, I didn't get that they were going to kill them. I thought they were going to go through to, to figure out what they were all about and then possibly kill them. Spoilers. Oh, is that for Prometheus? <laughs> no, I said I had to spoil something for you about Covenant. Oh man! <laughs> it's not even a. It, I heard it's, but there's like no payoff for it. 
It kind of, yeah. I mean, well, it, I, I, it starts the movie on this desolate planet, and then it later shows you, and it's it's an awesome scene in my opinion. But it's just like David shows up and just kills everyone on the planet. I don't, and this is the other thing. I don't. David is an infuriating character yes, for a lot sir. of reasons. He's like um, my, my favorite in the series. I think is David a secret asshole? <laughs> uh, he, he no, he's a. Curious kid. Sorry, that's a reference to beautiful red butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just here. Okay, you like you. I think you talked about Alien Three in terms of like it's the philosophy one, mm-hmm. but it's dumb. It's bad, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what Prometheus is. Prometheus is trying to be. Uh, I think had, had he just I, stuck with the actual. This is actually directly an alien. Well, that's the other thing. Like thing. like Ridley Scott. Oh, I, I absolutely. I, I kind of agree with you that the like the, when they're trying to be heady in it. It's that's the whole movie though. They're always trying to be heady in that movie, and so when the dumb shit headly. happens, when the characters act like morons uh-huh. against what they previously have established themselves as, that's that's that the the contrast of oh we're such a smart film, aren't we? Wait. The dumbass actions of these I, characters. I, I think that still goes along with like Yodorowsky's comics, uh, where it's just like, "Hey, here's some crazy ideas that we don't really connect together, but hey, think about that. Oh, here's some action, and here's mm. a hot chick, and <laughs> it's not that. So, I agree with you that it's not satisfying in a philosophy way, but I kind of just am like, yeah, that's part of the genre or something, you know, because. Um, I mean, one of the things I hate about it is the name of the movie is Prometheus, Prometheus. which they name after, the, or the, it, they're supposedly the ship is called Prometheus, and it's like, isn't the story about Prometheus getting fire and then getting tortured, getting fire from the gods and it giving it to man, yeah. and then it's like tortured forever, and it's this bad thing, and right. so it's like they're telling you right at the beginning, they're like, hey, let's name our ship after this story that everybody mm-hmm. suffers in the end and um i just but, don't get why people perfect. can't run laterally <laughs> away from rolling who cares ship. well but so so i think that's just human nature something's wrong at you. you don't just run okay it's not human these aren't humans this is a movie uh <laughs> what what a weird thing to say these aren't humans i mean they're not this governed by our physics this is this is a this completely is, fake world no it's everything about this, this movie is, just is fake it like, is it is no, survival. literally just a story I, I disagree i get what you're saying i disagree the the movie has established rules and those rules are that the physics that we understand to be real, are the same physics in the movie. I don't know that it really does establish that, though. <laughs> uh, and, and so let me just say, I think like, you're just assuming that Adam, you're bring you know bring up this this like stupid scene where she's running from a rolling thing that she has plenty of time to just well, veer off side. Yeah, Shaw, someone else Shaw does literally it. Turns that's right. That's right. Someone else does it. Uh, Vickers played by Charlize Theron. Um, but she just crash landed in her. Hang on, hang on. Space pod. <laughs> but I just want to say, <laughs> don't try to make excuses for it. It's all of these things, right? If it was just the the characters being stupid, fine. If it was just this character not running, you know, like making not turning, this, <laughs> fine. If it was just that, it's a it purports to be this heady, you know, like, oh, aren't we very smart movie? Fine. But it's all of those things. And so that makes it good that, so I spend the whole movie like 
thinking about the fact that I'm watching a movie. Yes. I'm no, I'm not invested in it. I'm not, huh. I, the whole time I'm just like, what? Why are they, why are they what? Yes. Interesting. Yes, yes, I, yes. I have a completely why opposite reaction to that that weird ass makeup? Have, we can do better makeup <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. See, oh, there's <laughs> all these makeup that looks so amazing. What is that bullshit? And, and, and the rest of the movie has looked phenomenal yeah. up to that point. Like, it's, beautiful, it's beautiful movie. production yes. design. Yeah. And then there's that. Amazing and effects. Like, what is this? And then, and then... Yeah, the worst old man makeup I've ever <laughs> Possibly seen. Possibly in the history of, of film, yeah. as in modern film, when they have the ways to make it look really, really good. It's like, what was, I don't know, bizarre. Just bizarre. I find everything about this movie completely believable yeah. and and totally <laughs> engrossing. But they're, not, I, they're not human, like, though. I, I, I think <laughs> I would love, I feel like you both love the movie, but not for the same reasons. <laughs> I don't. I kind of think we do. I mean, maybe not because I don't know if John loves the. I can't imagine anyone likes anything for the same reason that John. Likes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, I don't get into the schlock stuff that John likes usually, but the oh. comic schlock wow. stuff that I feel like I'm. Getting I, I don't agree that this to. is schlock. I don't. I don't believe that it is schlock either. I what either. I, I, I you, think it's, you it's keep poking. equating to heavy metal, which is really odd to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I guess I see in, in parts where that kind of links up. It was like music and playing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely get it. I, it is like just the, the, the way that this movie transitions from one movement to another. From one movie to another? From, well, yeah. I mean, from, from the opening, like the way that that literally blends into the the mm-hmm. next blends. segment of the movie blends in it 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 feels From that that feels game. very uh pulpy comic book to yeah. me yeah i totally get that the, but the only other movies i can think of at the top of my head that relate to the, like the same comic feel to me are fifth element um mm-hmm. and um valerian oh, city man. of a Million Valerian. Oh, oh wow! Planet of a million. <laughs> yeah, planet of a million. Luke, city of a million planets. Luke Besson, what were you doing, man? <laughs> uh, <laughs> which um, is terrible, but I loved it because of that same kind of thing. I don't know. I know. I, I saw it together, didn't we? We all, the three of us. Okay. Um, yeah. I. I. Yes, we did. Yeah, see we it did together. See it together. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so wrapped up in the movie. Yeah. I didn't even know I was watching a movie. Can we move on to uh, Covenant? <laughs> all right. Uh, right. Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee is Danny McBride's character who wears a cowboy hat, and they and did he, he do were, some writing on this movie? Is that did I get that right? I, no, I think that's um the Halloween or what? What? No, I know that the uh, Halloween, the most recent one. Yes, I'm but I thought sure he might have done some maybe, edits maybe, or something. Uh, he might be right. Wait, so that guy. By is the way, in Ma- Matthew Modine was Covenant? in Cutthroat Island. Yes. <laughs> See, rando. He's not a rando. He's a Dermot Mulroney esque type. I mean, he's kind of been forgotten, <laughs> but at the time he was. Same with Gina Davis. That movie killed them both, I think. Gina Davis will never die. Thank you. Covenant. Yeah, Covenant. Um, Did so. He, sorry. Uh, there's, a, there's a prologue that connects the two of. Um, Knew me, Rapace, um, and uh, Sean David. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> in the spaceship traveling to the, the engineer's homeworld. And uh, she fixes him, and then he helps her into bed to go to cryosleep. 
Um, <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> well, he does kind of fall in love with her. You, you get the scene of him being repaired, and he okay, talks okay. about Let's how... Just keep it high level. Uh, okay. Um, but that's important because the rest of the movie, like, he has seen... Like, he ends up meeting a future version of his unit. Burke. <laughs> Burke. Burke is uh, Paul Burke Reiser. is Paul Reiser. I could have told you that. Adam. <laughs> Are you listening? I'm trying not to. No, in Burke Aliens is Paul. The movie oh, 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 oh thank you, thank you. <laughs> Jesus, he really is ignoring this conversation. I don't want to be spoiled. I'm sorry. Anyway, the the movie itself you, starts out with uh, another ship with characters that we haven't seen. Uh, Paul Frank, Paul Franco, uh, James, Dave Franco. James, James Franco, Franco. yeah. <laughs> Paul Franco, the designer Paul. and <laughs> actor, um, uh, was their captain, and we only see him in like a brief, like video clip of, yeah. of uh, his wife. Well, actually, James Franco, yeah, actual James oh. Franco. <laughs> I, it's like the jokes, and then the David Franco. I yeah. wasn't really sure yeah, what yeah, was. It the, was so. actually James Franco. We're doing that for um, your benefit. So I appreciate that you it. Don't and I think there was another short that was produced and put out before the movie mm. came out that that showed some of them on the ship, um, but they're. They've been in cryosleep. They've got this ship with giant gold sails on it that they're flying to um, terraform a new planet. Uh, Franco's wife uh, is is like the terraforming master. <laughs> <What's>, I'm the best. <laughs> uh, Daniels, you're the terraforming master. You should do the terraforming. Um, <laughs> God, I hope that's a direct quote from the movie. I uh, know. I was ripping off uh, that was from Prometheus. Resident Evil when they're like, uh, you're the master of lockpicks. You should pick the lock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's like a solar flare or something. The the sails get messed up and they get woken up out of cryosleep. Yeah. And while they're awake, they get a distress signal from a planet that when they look at it, it looks like it could be even better than the planet they're, they're going to. And so um, Billy Crudup. That's right, Billy Crudup. Who uh, is Orem. Uh, he's now the acting commanding officer. Uh, makes the decision to go and check it out. Pause real quick. So we're going real deep into this, but like we didn't really go real deep into like resurrection. Is there... Is there a reason why we're delving so deep into this? No, we don't. It's more meaningful deep. than resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, that that's, I'm, I'm just setting up the premise. I'm not sure. going deeper than that. They go and they investigate and uh, they find David. And then. Oh, no, they found David. Uh, he's very helpful to them. And, and uh, it's very clear that he's going to be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's older and wiser, but there's this Walter that's a newer model that I mentioned. Yes. Um, so he plays dual roles. Oh. Uh, just I was like, curious about that. I couldn't wrap my head from the previews. I couldn't wrap my head around what was happening here. There's two of them. Yeah. Yes, there's two of them. Um, and so, yeah, they're doing a rescue mission and learning about this planet. And they're pretty dumb also. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> what's fun about Covenant is it's as bad as Prometheus, but in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. Like Prometheus is, is like frustratingly bad. Covenant is boring, bad. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, and it, and it also tries to pull in some of the, I'm so smartness from Prometheus. Ah. Uh, and you get a return of Guy Pierce as Mr. Wayland. <laughs> in the same makeup. 
No, he's he's young Wayland. No, he's young Wayland. I don't remember him being in it. Yeah, he's. I think it's a framing narrative where he's talking to David. Oh, okay. And oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. I am a god, yeah. and you're my child, and isn't that great? And we're yeah. And this is cool. I'm he's God. Like, <laughs> and isn't this smart? Suck on my nipple. Yeah, come here. <laughs> I will marm you. <laughs> nice. Um, but I, it, like, like you described, you know, sort of the thing, the events that, like, no, nothing happens. Right. Like, like, okay. I think I've talked about this with other movies where I can, I, for a lot of movies, like if you take aliens or, or, uh, even Prometheus, like I can form in my head, like a mental, like picture, like a shape of that mm-hmm. movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can't even describe it, but I see it. It's bald and naked covenant. <laughs> I have no, there is no shape. Like there's no, hmm. it's such a weird <sighs> I think nothing uh, movie. I think of mm-hmm. David's like lair that has all the drawings. Yeah, in the it. lair. Yeah, um, that's a really pretty set. The wind's always blowing through it, and there's just it's kind of like this cave or something. Yeah. I feel like it had potential, and mm-hmm. I, I I like the cast, um, and I like the the I always love the ships and stuff in these movies. They're always super industrial and or super weirdly organic, you know. Right. And so that stuff was good, but it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. One thing I don't like is they don't do a very good job of showing, like the engineers are kind of like this cartoonish. Yeah. Like, especially in Prometheus. (laughs) It's so weird. Like this is like the most advanced race of all time. And at the very end of the movie, uh, you know, when we finally reveal Wayland, he's like, all right, David, let's go talk to this engineer and find out how to cure aging. <laughs> and they show up and they like wake him out of stasis and he just He's so pissed off. Immediately <laughs> cuts off David's yeah. head and kills Wayland and he's just angry he's and just, yelling. Yeah. Why is he so angry? He's not a morning person. <laughs> you know, it's this Arise from the grave. <laughs> I thought I, he was angry because they hated the humans. Like well, I, they, I think it's, it's, like, it's like these pests, and he's incensed that how dare you wake me up. And then yeah. when they, uh, you are, but isn't I'm, he kind of okay with David? Even though he pulls his head off, he's like, "You're all right," because <laughs> he's not human. Yeah, I mean, the humans were the fa- their failed experiment essentially, yeah. and they apparently then they killed. As a whole, I don't know if you know the whole backstory. Is like Jesus yeah, was apparently yeah. a engineer, well, and they killed them. So like right. F- those humans, like <laughs> so, you kidding me? Yeah. You guys. That's that's another thing is uh, that, that's Ridley Scott <laughs> said that outside of the movie. Yes, yeah. But was like he said it was too on the nose to put into the movie. But it's true now. You said it, you asshole. <laughs> so that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, and also like <laughs> I, think, I love that. Yeah. I wish they would have leaned into that. I think that would have been really interesting. Like, I just I, I love, do think it would have been too much. I love the oh, idea. Oh, 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 oh. also the scientist architect or ar- architect um, engineer uh, archaeological archaeologist. Thank oh. you, um, uh, Shaw. Yeah, is super religious. Exactly. Like all of these characters are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the idea that there's this super advanced race, right? And they uh send one of their guys to Earth and seed Earth, right? And then humans show up and then the humans kill that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And this super advanced race is like fuck 
all of you. Yeah. <laughs> you all did it. Every even yeah. the ones that weren't there for it. Well, the, and, uh, and and everyone who serve, you know, who you've continued to populate the earth, you're all bad. The one that wakes up in <laughs> the fantastic. end of Prometheus, the first thing he does is get into a spaceship to go to Earth and kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're pissed, man. They're they're salty it's as so the kids say. Stupid. Guys, I feel like I failed us on a certain level uh, in this episode because I'm about 20 minutes into this, I realized I have so many freaking alien action figures. I have oh, the yeah. Queen's Lair playset. Oh, you should have brought that. Like, we're like... We could have been the, playing with that the whole we time. We could have been yeah. playing with the whole time. Like, I have, like, the, all kinds. It's it's nuts how many figurines I have of these things. I don't have them anymore, but um, the, like, first pewter figures I ever got were hmm. the Aliens Marines. Nice. Yeah. Did you guys ever play the Aliens arcade game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So good. The side scrolling. Yes. Well, speaking I, of games, if yeah. you yeah. haven't played it, play and you have the ability, play Alien Isolation. I heard really good. It is fantastic. It's very scary, also. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I wanted to replay it recently. I just couldn't. I was like, I'm not dealing with this again. Because <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't kill the alien. Right. There's no way to do it. All you can do is hide from or like get it, you know, sort of send it away. You can befriend briefly. it. Or you can befriend it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Friendship. Friendship. Um, <laughs> but I spent hours of that game in lockers, like waiting for an alien to leave a room or thinking an alien was in a room and it wasn't. <laughs> like I, that game terrified me. And it's, it's, it's. Beautiful. Maybe we'll mention it later on this month. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's uh, it's beautiful. It, it is like alien, aliens era aesthetic, and uh, it's just like everything's chunky and that that's clicky and something we didn't talk about is like the challenge of going from a movie that made that was made in 1979, yeah, technology wise, and then making sequels to it and keeping that same aesthetic, yeah. but uh, I still see, managing to update it. I, I feel like they do a great job. Actually. I do too. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. I think that's about it. Let's all put this in the cryo sleep thingy. Hey, my cryo crate. Game over, man. <laughs>